A bing bang, it's your boys, Film Reel. Hi guys, welcome back to Film Reel. Episode 6. In Episode association with NRG Marking. Oh, he's... Oh! S- you there, Mikey. So... You're on handheld. So, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm just out, just to give you some context, uh, it's about Christmas Day here in the UK. It's exactly Christmas it's Day. Exactly well, it's exactly Well, it's a week until Christmas Day, but... Well, we don't, actually exactly. we don't actually know when it happens, so it could be Christmas Day today. Mm. Well, 25th. So... It's always Christmas Day somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I wish that, it I could be Christmas every day. So, before we get into this, is it a Christmas special? Yes. I mean, yeah, kind uh, of. Okay, yeah. so before we get into this Christmas special, why don't we introduce ourselves... Toby, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Toby. <laughs> okay, so the first film we're talking about <laughs> this week <What>? is... <laughs> our favourite, our favourite, whatever Christmas Yeah, you should have given me a thing. Okay, Toby, what's your favourite Christmas podcast? <laughs> Still waiting for <laughs> uh, Film room. Good. So, the first film we're looking at <laughs> this week is <sighs> Paddington 2. There are three other people here. <laughs> No, there's not. <laughs> um, it's one person with a voice changer. Uh, <laughs> see, it'd be funny if that wasn't true. So, the first film we're looking at this week is Paddington 2. Wow. Being reviewed by me. So, oh, Callum Cowell. I'm Toby. Oh. <laughs> so Have we made that joke every episode? I think so. <laughs> I think we gave up. Oh. A so, I didn't see the first one. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Was it vital? Uh, not really. I pretty much understood what was going on. So there's this bear called Paddington, played by that guy that played Q in that James Bond film. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, sure. What, you take Q in Star Trek or Q in James Bond? Uh, in James Bond. Oh, right. Don't Jonathan Frakes wasn't <laughs> Q in Star Trek. Oh, no, wait, <laughs> I, I'm so wrong on everything. Oh, dear, I did. Move on. So basically, the bear, the bear wants a pop-up book to give to his aunt, <laughs> but then... Jude Law is the villain, and Jude Law would like the pop-up book because it's got some secret letters on it, and if you put all the letters together, it tells you where some hidden treasure is. Can you get this book in Waterstones? Uh, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> and so basically, Paddington is outside the shop when Jude Law decides to steal it, and then so he gets framed for it and gets sent to jail. And then he has <laughs> some... End of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Free Paddington. And he gets he has some wacky adventures in jail with Brendan Gleeson. I can only imagine. Um, this sounds way worse in my head. Yeah, I'm imagining like, a really gritty yeah. <laughs> prison scenario with Paddington got like scars and tattoos all over him. Like prison where, break or something. Yeah. Where basically uh, he like... Because the food's really bad in jail, but then he gives the head chef a marmalade sandwich. Where's he get the marmalade from? <laughs> uh, Smuggled it. Yeah. Uh, there's some. He has one under his hat. Yeah, he's definitely smuggled <laughs> that. That's illegal. <laughs> They're not searching. <laughs> uh, special exceptions. What about, what about the court case? Like, how was the marmalade oh, sandwich? Oh, from the, the court there? case was completely ridiculous because they sent him to jail without any evidence that he stole anything, <laughs> but they just brushed over that. Man, free <laughs> Paddington Two <laughs> set in North Korea. Free my man Paddington. There, there are a few like horrible plot points in it. Um, you know. But I'll get onto those. And so basically, he like he makes the chef a marmalade sandwich, and um, the chef really likes it. So he's like, "You'll make me all the marmalade sandwiches." Can uh, you not make marmalade sandwiches? Uh, the chef point the out that really bad. marmalade sandwiches are actually really nice. So. Yeah, so yeah. that's probably why it's quite realistic in that regard. Um, and then so some stuff happens in prison. Paddington's family wants him to not be in jail anymore. 
Uh, yeah, and Jude, I find it funny because Jude Law is like the main villain, but the main villain's like an out of work actor that hasn't had any good films in ages, and so it's quite funny. Um, but I knew that would happen. But also Paddington <laughs> Two, uh, Paddington Two, oh, Empire Strikes Back, um, I mean, it is. Is um, he's we've gone this far. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So we do this every time. Well, Just do it I, I like to change it so it says time, so I know how long we've been going on for. So I'm not sure how much of my review. That's why I let. That's why I let you press the button. It's there. So you would. Yeah, I know it is there. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't there before. That's why it broke. I think we lost that like last ten seconds. Joe, can you re-explain the plot of Paddington? <laughs> Just do it. Again. Do it. No, do we're it, not do doing it. this again. <laughs> <laughs> do it this last time. Do it, a, do it in a rhyming structure. <laughs> do it in a rhyming structure. That's Doctor Zeus. Paddington. Not Paddington. Paddington two is for you. If you <laughs> are too. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but for real though, Paddington 2 is about a bear. Oh, no. <laughs> no. It's about a bus. <laughs> it's about a bus driver. <laughs> it's about Adam Driver. Uh, it's, it's got really nice direction style, actually, um, which I can't really explain, but it's really nice to look at. Um, and the CGI is good. really nice. Um, but there's just this, there's this really bad character arc of this... Ch- um, so Paddington lives with the family, and the boy is like, "I like steam trains, but don't tell anyone I like steam trains. <laughs> steam trains aren't cool." Is is outlawed? Because dystopian. There's a lot. There's a lot of train bigots around. Because <laughs> he's like 15, and being into steam trains isn't cool, apparently. But then, basically, at the end, they have to steal a steam train uh, to catch up with this other train. So he's like, "I really like steam trains now, and you can tell." <laughs> Everyone, and it's like, <laughs> oh wow, this but is completely rushed and horrible. A steam train isn't going to catch up to any train. <laughs> well, <it laughs> Let's be honest. This one does. Just throw more um, coals into it. Yeah, and also they stop a like a speeding steam train in, like three seconds. They're like, oh, it's crashed down there. We need to stop. And he just goes like that, and it goes, and it stops. It's he goes like, like oh, that, okay. did Joe, on an audio format <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so he goes like that, <laughs> um, and he does this, and then he does that, and then it's great. Yeah, so it's actually pretty good. It's probably better than the Disaster Artist. Um, and what? Jesus, that's unexpected. Um, and what a twist! Maybe as good as this, I don't know. I don't Is it as good as the room? And <laughs> no, I mean, nothing's <laughs> as good as the room. But I mean, the problems I ha- I only had a few problems with it. Whereas Star Wars, I had quite a few problems with it. Nice segue, so, so Star Wars. So it might be better than Star Wars, but it might not be. Um, so go see, go see it, and then you'll find out. So the unfortunate thing is I wrote uh, that Paddington 2 was a cash grab in the description of this podcast. Do I need to change that? Uh, no, I leave it as it is. It's, it's, it's a nice twist. I mean, aren't podcast. all sequels cash grabs? True. Um, I would say Aliens isn't a cash grab. I would say it is because its goal is to make money. Terminator. Yeah, but that's just every film. Yeah, so every film is a cash grab. Terminator 2 oh, it makes money, but it's also a great movie. So. Terminator 2 is a good film. So yeah. I watched Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Star Wars. So... It's that time of year again where we watch Star Wars. Wait, have you watched it? No. Um, I have. So who's talking about it? I am Hallam Reese Cowell. Oh, wow. wow, The middle name. Rare. Very rare. I don't know how to spell my middle name. I use it so so little that I don't even know how to spell it. I I presume it's R-E-E-C-E. That's why I put it on all the all my important documents. Can you give them your um, national insurance number? Do you want my well? do you want my pin my pin my pin number as well? <laughs> <like>? <laughs> um, so I watch me and Joe, who's now playing with a microphone as a gun again for the fourth week in a row. <laughs> 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 no, 
They don't even know they're being shot. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry. So, um, anyway. Hi, James. Um, so <laughs> Hello, James. Hello, James. Uh, he's editing our <laughs> podcast, so that's why it's funny to speak to him. Um, Hello, James. So we watched Star Wars in IMAX 3D. Wow. Cost us 15 quid each. Uh, it did. Um, so, but it was really cool. Because it was IMAX, but it was also 3D. And Hallam before was like, oh my God, I can't believe we're having to see this in IMAX 3D. But Joe said, so Joe said, and I quote, that seeing Blade Runner 2049 in IMAX 3D was the best experience of his life. Well, not uh, of all time, but it was one of my best cinematic experiences. So I was about to say. So I, 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 I was convinced by that because that was a good film. So Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> 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 so yeah, well, I, so Star Wars um, is quite, you may, I mean, you know what Star Wars is unless, you've been, unless you're Maddie Denby or you've been living under a rock for your entire life. Did she watch them after our podcast? She did watch them after we... I think she did like, watch them after that quiz. Nice. Yeah, I don't think it was because of the quiz, though. I think it, it, was, it totally inspired was. It was, it was. Yeah. It definitely was. Um, so, basically, Star... You know, Empire... Lightsabers. And lightsabers. They call them laser swords in this film. That's weird. Oh. Which I think was a weird artistic choice. Yeah, he went, what do we do? Use a laser sword? And I was like, mm, what are you... Maybe they don't have the rights to say the lightsaber. And they didn't say, um, what are the guns usually called as well? Blasters. Uh, yeah, guns. He, just straight, he just called them like their names. So they had AK-47s. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, stuff. he said, use, fire every gun you have. <gasps> but it's not a gun because a gun is a ballistic weapon. So it's actually a laser. Oh, wow. So, Adam Driver, sort yourself out. Yeah. Get on that bus. So, um, audiences... But basically, I'm not going to spoil the film because you two are going to watch it. Yes. Mm. So, I, I, I thought it was... I, so, Joe, you, you liked it more than Force Awakens and Rogue One, didn't you? Uh, um, I liked it more than Force Awakens, but I didn't really like Force Awakens because Daisy Ridley's not a very good actor. Um, I can agree with that. She yeah, she, yeah, I see. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely better than Force Awakens. But I quite enjoyed Rogue One, though. So but Rogue One was... It was a popcorn film. It wasn't really a... Like a... It's not really a... You know... Star Wars is a popcorn film. That's true. It's a popcorn film. But hey! Yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's not one of the yeah, most... But, yeah, but... Yeah, but I mean, Rogue time, One was, was... Took it to a, a whole new extreme. Yeah, I know. But that's just because... Oh, yeah, Rogue One was really... Was, Rogue One was really... I really enjoyed Rogue One. Um, but so I... Upon first viewing, I agreed with Joe that it was better than Force Awakens... And it was like on it was like on par with the last third of Rogue One. Upon second viewing, I look at it a lot worse. Oh wow! There are basically four things that ruin this film. I'm not going to say they Did are. you watch it in IMAX 3D again? Though? No, I watched it in a 2D so that's the second why. time. Yeah, yeah, fair play, maybe. I don't know. And also, uh, when I watched it with Joe, told, Joe said he liked it, and when I saw it with my dad, he said he didn't like it. So maybe my my opinion was influenced. I've yeah. got a I've got a piece of wrapping in my hat. Yo yo yo! Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Let's go. Um. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah, so basically, I've completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Blade I, I, I didn't really. The bits that there are some bits that really, really <laughs> work in this film, like really work. Yeah. And there are some bits that really don't work. You said the Mary Poppins thing. Yeah. That, really so when you see the film, you you'll know the Mary Poppins bit is awful. That's there is a the there right is thing. a subplot that goes nowhere and takes up like forty five minutes. But I like that it doesn't go anywhere because it just shows how futile life is. Yeah, it's very <laughs> realistic. <laughs> no, but it's just. There's a there's a character named after a flower that I didn't like very much. I mean, you can just say you didn't like the character of Rose. Yeah, but I like the audience to work it out for themselves. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, I feel like also there's a character called Day. Oh no, that's the Rose. Oh. Uh, Rose. Rose. <laughs> Rose took myself. basically meant, meant that Flynn had nothing to do. Not Flynn. Finn. Christ. Finn had nothing to do um, for that entire film. Poe Dameron was really good. He had a good. So basically, Poe Dameron's arc was good. Kylo Ren's arc was fantastic. And Kylo Ren was easily the best part of this film. 
Uh, Luke Skywalker's arc was really good too. He was in it a lot. So yeah, I would I would give it. Um, I'd probably give it like I don't know. I'd probably give it like six out of ten. Maybe maybe seven out of ten. It I thing is that there's a lot of uh, thing that really divides the audience is that there's a lot of comedy and there's a lot of twists and turns. But there's less comedy in this one than there was in the Force Awakens. No, there isn't. Yes, what there are you is. Talking about there's so much. Less yeah, but okay, there might be less, there might be less comedy, but different. But every character has a funny line. Well, a funny not, line. Not every character. No, every character does. Okay, uh, go through them. <laughs> well, no, name me a character that doesn't have a funny line. Uh, Leia has one. Luke has a couple. Ray has has a few. Um, what one does Ray have? Ray has the one where she puts her arm out. Uh, spoiler. She puts her arm out. And then he tickles it with the, with the thing. Yeah, but that's not Ray's funny line though. But I'm it? sure she says some funny stuff. In no, she one. doesn't. She does. That's Luke's funny line. Yeah, but she says and that's a things. genuinely funny bit. I like that. Bit. It was it was fine. It wasn't genuinely funny. Um, there's a certain ghost in it that was a borderline awful. Yeah, that was really weird. That was really weird. I can take a guess at who that was. Don't guess. No guess. Okay. No guess. Go on. Was it our favorite little green goblin? Maybe. Yeah. Harry the hamster. It's Palpatine. Palpatine. Oh, Palpatine is in. They did. They did reference Palpatine. That was nice. That's good that they reference characters. They basically like Luke's like the the Jedi let Darth Sidious come to power, and everyone's like, "Oh, I remember that. That was a film. That was a film." Um. So the the action there's there's one really 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 good action scene. The battle at the end is good. There's definitely some meme potential there from some of the lines. There's a bit where a guy it's like a salt planet, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. And there's a guy, like, like a nameless. The guy next to that guy is Gareth Edwards. Oh, I don't know who that is. The guy that directed Rogue One. Oh. Um, oh. I think it was Gareth Edwards, wasn't it? I think that's his name. It's like it's either that or similar to that. Um, he basically uh, picks up some salt off the floor, licks it, and goes, salty. That is a meme. I'm, I've, I've already been seeing it used, so that's a meme. It's good. That's, that's, that's the traitor of this film. Um, Faz- I was about to say, is that the traitor? Yeah, of that's, that's the traitor of this film. Nice. Uh, Phasma's in it. Oh. Then she's not in it. <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow. I mean, she's she's just Phasma. I mean, what, she's such a pointless character. And they they kill a really beloved uh, character okay. without any without any. They just it's like a throwaway line. And sadly, it's not Ray. Yeah, sadly, it's not Ray. There was one bit where Ray could have been redeemed in this film, but it didn't happen. Okay. Basically, there's a lot. There's a lot of things wrong with this film, and there's a lot of things right with this film. So it depends do if you, you can which one. Do wait. you reckon in like ten years or so, people are going to look back at this movie and think that's really yeah. quite good? Actually, I think I think the the ninth one will round it off really well. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I can't really talk about that without spoiling it. Yeah, yeah, but right, yeah. yeah, there are. I think when, once the ninth one, if you were what if you were to watch seven, eight, and nine in one yeah. sitting, I think they would work a lot better. Because I saw people saying like, oh, nine. Um, Eight is a conclusion, which is the bad part. Yeah, about it. I feel no. But eight's not a it conclusion. Can't be, it can't be, if there's going to be a film afterwards, you can't conclude. Everything I wouldn't that needs say to the, be concluded. The, the ending of eight, it is it, the film is concluded, but the p- overarching yeah. plot is not concluded. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that it's overall concluded. I don't know. I feel like they've sort of concluded everything. They no, they no, they didn't conclude everything. Well, I mean, it can't really go anywhere. Well, you now, you could just watch the eighth film. No, you can't because you need to know who looks like. Of course, you need to know all that stuff. Is, so not really no. Well, I mean, does anyone really Basically, care? everything they did with Kylo Ren was perfect. Okay, interesting, interesting. Okay, well, his, they gave him a backstory that was really good. Yeah, I, I did really like Kylo Ren's backstory. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, I was like, wow, um, I didn't expect that. Ray, it's just Ray. 
There's not that there's bad. One, there's one, that there's bad. like two or three quite artsy moments in this film. Yeah, it's Ryan Johnson. Which are really nice. Yeah. I'm so there's a one shot that uses silence really well. Great. Yeah. Cool. And there's one that uses like multiple. It's, I can't really spoil I can't say that's spoiling, I think but. The film's directed really well, but it doesn't have the best writing. No, I think, I think that's accurate. Because who is it directed by, Hannon? Dan Harmon. Joe, who is it directed by? Uh, the person you just said. Ryan Johnson. That's That's it. the one, Ryan Johnson. Can I talk about Brick now? Um, Joe, what did you give us out of 10? Uh, maybe a 7. Okay, talk about Brick. Okay, cool. Brick is also directed by Ryan... Oh, Joe's leaving. Joe's leaving. Joe's, Joe's, leaving. Joe's, Joe's a traitor. Bye. Uh, traitor. To go home to prepare some things, but enjoy Toby's description of Brick. I'm sure it'd be really good. Uh, Michael, what are you talking about? The Christmas Prince. Wow, an actual Christmas film in this yeah. Christmas special. You are lucky. So enjoy that. Um, see you later, James. Uh, bye bye. See you, James. Traitor. Throw something at him. Throw, throw, throw man. Oh, it's oh, not. It's not the bin not over as well. Over. Oh no. no. It's all gone a little bit wrong, isn't it, for Joe? He is picking trash up right now. That's why I, I, I was trying to leave film room. <laughs> thank, thank God he's gone. He's left. Right. I'm kind of glad Joe's left. Not, not in an offensive way, but... <laughs> but that I, I thought Joe would actually like this movie. I see. So, no one cares about spoilers for this film, right? I don't care. Mike, do you care? I care very much. Do you <laughs> or not? Does Joe care? Yes, I, d- I do, yeah. Toby. Okay. <laughs> right. Who cares? Spoil it anyway. Brick is by Ryan Johnson, who we've just been talking about one of yes. his well, films. What did he direct recently? Uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Whoa. Crazy. I saw that Star Wars for the last seven You minutes. know, we should do a, 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 re- a review on Star Wars. Yeah, we should do that. You know what? We should. Star Wars is the last one. No, I was hoping... Watch Brick because I've been meaning to for like the last two years because it was inspired by Acura. So I was like, I want to watch it. Acura. Acura. Oh, I watched that. It's a good movie. Oh, did you? Yeah. What do you think? I still need to watch it. It was good. Yeah, it's really confusing because it's it not is. finished. Where, like did, where did you watch good. it, Mikey? Uh, like a week ago. Oh, cool. But where? Like, how did you oh, watch where? it? Oh, where? At my home. Yeah, but how did you, did you have it on DVD? Yes. <laughs> 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 I see. Okay. Great. Okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> I actually watched Brick on DVD. We're not saying you didn't. Just <laughs> I did watch Brick on DVD as well, and um, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it, and it's basically a teenage artsy movie, Ooh. which makes really people on IMDb really angry. Like if a film's like a little bit pretentious, they're like, "This isn't Star Wars, this isn't Indiana Jones, this is confusing." No, and it's just like it's. Come on, guys. <laughs> Maybe the film wasn't made for you. Come on, IMDb. Sort yourself so out. As a 50-year-old man, I can't relate to this teen <laughs> uh, detective film. Mm, yeah. Surprise. Surprising. But yeah, Joe's gone. Levitt is trying to solve the murder of his ex-girlfriend. As you do. And Because um, he gets a phone call from her, and she's like, help me. And he's like, uh, okay. So then he's trying to figure out what's happening. And he's a very smart Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this film. Very smart. Smart boy. Wears glasses. You know. Ooh, nice. You know he is. Um, he's very angsty. He has like a... Every bit of clothing he wears looks vintage. And he's like got like curly hair. I like that. It's a good look. Um, so yeah, he goes on this little rabbit hole down. Turns out there's like dealers that she was like owed stuff to. 
like she owed stuff to. So um, yes. And then it's a confusing thing. She got pregnant. Right, she got pregnant. Right? Oh my! And then um, this g- girl, who I won't say anything about her yet, but this girl said uh, that it was someone else's child. So someone else who worked in the, the dealers, who was in love with her, got really angry and killed her. <gasps> and um, basically, that guy ended up. I can't remember this film completely. I watched it too long ago. But basically, a couple of people die. Well, everyone dies, I think, at the end. Everyone? Um, Even Joseph Gordon-Levitt? No, Joseph Gordon-Levitt survives. In okay. fact, because he falls in love with this kind of... Not he doesn't fall in love with but in a way he does. Uh, with this girl who we find out works for the dealers. But um, we don't realise that she's been the mastermind behind the whole thing. What? Basically, she lied to one of the guys that the girl was pregnant with someone else's child with that person's child so that person killed that person and then killed the girl oh my it turns out it was Joe Gordon-Levitt's probably what yeah crazy and Joe Gordon-Levitt in the last like five minutes of this film explains all the he figures out everything that she's done to mess with him and screw him over wait did she not know it was his baby no she knew but uh, the the girl herself I probably I don't know she died so okay, yeah. So what's the moral message of this film? Moral message: is Don't trust anyone. <laughs> They're all deceiving you. Trust no one. Trust no one. Everyone is your enemy. No, but it's such a good ending because you think you think the girl's really like this girl who works the deal. She's innocent because at the end, she's she's escaped. She's not she's not armed or anything. She's all good. But then she's like, oh, I'm glad you didn't go to that meeting that you're supposed to have because uh, someone who worked for the dealers didn't like the other got the head of the dealers anymore, and they were gonna fight it out. Whoa. And have a meeting about it. And, Joe's, and this girl told, told Joseph, 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 Joseph Gordon-Levitt to not go. Obviously, he was going to go because he's a rebel. And um, basically, she was hoping that he'd go, get killed. And then she wouldn't what? have to explain this whole thing. Wow. But because he's survived, she's like trying to get away with the fact that she didn't do anything and you think Joe Scott hasn't figured this out and I haven't figured this out because I'm an idiot <laughs> and then Joe Scott never just explains everything that she's done wrong and then says see I hope that's alright because I just handed in a, a form explaining all of that to our school prime minister what and then she w- she's like oh and walks away and then he's just there with like loads of scars over his face because he's going through a whole ordeal and then his friend's like, what should you just say to you? And he goes, oh, it doesn't matter. And then the film ends. That sounds pretty arty. This film is f- fantastic, but if you don't like like pretentious things, even a little bit, this film will really anger you because Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, very hipster. Very, is he very angsty? Yeah, he's very angsty. He doesn't show, he's like one of these people like, I don't show much, I don't be friends with anyone because they're going to screw me over. And I mean, he was right. He was right, to be honest. So... Just stuck to his Fair films. play to him, I say. The direction in this film is fantastic. It's very like sometimes it's like kind of amateurish, but then other times it feels really dark and very real. Because even though the people he's involved with, all the dealers and stuff, they're all technically kids. It's like almost like a Bugsy Malone kind of thing. B- Bugsy Malone, but drug dealers. Well, yeah, because <laughs> you people like that. It's like based around like a college and a university, so they're not going to be any older oh, than cool, like twenty. Right. Cool. So the, the people that are like higher up is sort of talking about the college hierarchy so there's like football players that have power yeah, yeah, other yeah, people. yeah, yeah. and cool. it's showing that that can actually still lead to like terrible things 
And I thought that was really clever. I thought that was really good. Mm. It surprised uh, me. How many Joseph Gordon-Levens would you give it out of 11? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it 11 Joseph Gordon's 11. Oh, wow. I love um, that. Because, first of all, he looks great in this movie. Second of all, it's a fantastic movie. Very attractive man. Very attractive man. Very Oscar Isaac. Especially as he gets in- increasingly more scars on his face Ooh. as you go through the film. So wow. Yeah. Tell me about it. But yeah, it's it's very dark. But at the same time, it feels a little bit lighthearted because it doesn't really extend much beyond their kind of college, yeah, their yeah. university, which is, I don't know, I really love that. But yeah, I'd, anyone that doesn't like pretentious people, stay away from this film. It will probably make you want to punch something because Joseph Gordon-Levitt just sometimes says stuff and his friend, that they have this back and forth where it's just them saying random words and they like, expect you to know about it. I don't know half of the dialogue that was said in this movie. Because it goes very fast, and they're just saying really esoteric things, like about their school and about people. And like, I don't know who that is, but I like it. But I like it, yeah. So yeah, I don't know what happened in a lot of this film and what they were talking about, but it was good. Thank you, Toby. Mikey, you're up. Yes, you're up. Don't disappoint me. I won't. So I am reviewing a Christmas film. What? Whoa! In the Ryan Johnson special. Whoa! <laughs> Go on. It's yeah. called A Christmas Prince. Wow. It's a new movie by Netflix. I was going to say, yeah, Netflix exclusive. Mm. I was going to watch this for this episode, but then I thought I don't want to like, I don't want to put myself forward through that torture. Was it torture? Was it torture? Just um, it was It was very bad. Oh. However, it was set at Christmas, and it was very flashy with all the lights and stuff, so it was kind of entertaining. Right. <laughs> I'm very easy to please. So it had, was it, it had was it lights. was it about a Christmas prince? Um, yeah, kind of. What's <laughs> the story of this film? So there's a, a journalist. Oh, hello. Oh, Hannah Cow. I I'm in this film. Well, she's not really a journalist. She works at. Oh, she's oh. a journalist. Oh, so it is me then. Not really a journalist. She, she works at a newspaper so. agency or something. As so it's her first gig as a journalist. Cool. And so she has to go to uh, meet the Oldovian royal family. Moldovia. Aldovia. Man, you thought you were really onto something then, didn't you? I was so looking forward to that. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Uh, Because the prince has gone missing. (gasps) Not Missing? At Christmas? Or they need to call Joseph Gordon-Levitt to uh, to (laughs) find him. (laughs) He'll get it. So he's gone missing just after his father died. And he is the heir. So so he needs to go to his coronation. So he's not a prince, he's a king? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. So she goes over to Aldovia, that real country that exists. Yeah, it exists. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's there, and she gets a taxi. But then someone with a beard takes it. Wait, so what What, uh, what timeline is this set on? Like, what year? This year. Oh, okay. It's modern day. Okay. When, I w- <laughs> so when I saw the, the thing for the trailer, the thumbnail for the trailer, I thought it was like an oldie film. And you just really said taxi. I was like, what? Sorry? So confused. Uh, so this guy takes a taxi and she's like, oh, I'm going to have to get a ride with someone else now. So she does. Wow, what, a, what an eventful so scene. So uh, uh, Is that the film? No, not... not <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. And it turns out that she can't see the prince for something. And so she kind of sneaks into the castle. And she gets found by someone. <gasps> and executed. End of the film. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they can actually hear what you're saying. <laughs> can you hear me? Now you can. Okay. So she gets found by you someone. You don't want to go into it from the side, Mike. You want to go into it from she the side. She gets mic. found by someone. 
and uh, uh, they they think she's the princess's tutor. Oh fuck! because she's she has an American accent. Oh, of course. <laughs> so of she course. must be the new American tutor. Of course. So that's she why she. That's why she's sneaking into the <laughs> castle. She goes to meet the princess, and the prince is there. And it turns out it was the man with the beard who stole her taxi. Whoa! How long is this film? An hour and a half. Because it seems like it's over. Very short. <laughs> We're about 20 minutes in. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you've got about a minute to explain the rest of the film. No, it's so. tough. I'm going to explain it all. Yeah, Go please on, do. I want to know. I, I want to know, yeah. Uh, and this princess, she's not very nice. She, uh, she drove the old tutor off. Oh. And so, first day, as tutor, uh, she... I like how she plays along. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. Oh, right. None of them know. <laughs> oh, what? right. Dramatic <laughs> irony. Uh, and so she's tutoring, and then the little girl's like, oh, I have this disability, I can't walk, it's uncurable. <laughs> and then they <laughs> just bond instantly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they yeah. set up her being like this, this oh, really? unaccepting g- person. G- girls that can't walk are my favourite people. <laughs> Straight off the bat. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a love can bloom on the battlefield. <laughs> So then they go to like a Christmas ball or something, and the princess invites the, her tutor, as you do, as you do, because uh, she's warmed up to her now. That's, that's nice, and right? So she goes. Uh, she's got these Converse uh, shoes on. Ooh, flare! I don't think wow. it's a product placement because it's Netflix. And I think they can afford their own stuff. But then again, that's Converse. An, that's uh, a quite a key part to the film. Converse is. <laughs> Converse is Nike, so did they get a Nike sponsorship? It's like, it's, it's like how um, in Independence Day, the app, the, the Mac they use was <laughs> they were paid to use that Mac. It was like the Macintosh 5300, and a month after Independence Day, it was recorded for battery fires. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, great. Uh, so she goes to this ball, she meets someone, and it turns out the princess, prince's cousin is second in line, and he's trying to get... Uh, Wow. Trying Could to be king. He's the evil one. man now because he mm. wants power in 2017 in the monarchy. How dare yeah. you want power in a system where rightfully you should have power because the prince has obviously abdicated or gone missing or whatever. And then the um, prince's ex-fiance turns up. Ooh, saucy. And she's trying to get with the cousin now because he wants to be king. Yeah, and she wants to be queen, right? Yeah. yeah. And the, the prince doesn't want to be king, but he's like, guess I'll have to. So that goes on for a bit. Hard life. It's, it's <laughs> tough, isn't it? <laughs> then the tutor takes the um, the little girl sledding, <laughs> huh? But she can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going down this thing, and she's got no control. <laughs> and then she falls off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't condone violence. I can't no. believe Netflix is anti disability. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then they have a snowball fight with the prince. I mean, generally, yeah. But the princess finds out that that this tutor... Hey, Mikey, do you want to actually use your mic properly again? (laughs) (laughs) Is this better? (laughs) Much better. Thank you, Mikey. Uh, So the princess finds out who the tutor actually is because she left her computer open. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) Great. Uh, And so she's like, um, write an actual story about my brother... That's nice and stuff. And she's like, yeah, sure. Why <laughs> yeah, not? right. Sure. Go on then. Uh, and so they, the the uh, tutor and the prince bond a bit. And she goes back to a ca- his cabin. Mm. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, which was the king's. Oh. And she finds a secret compartment that Whoa. the prince didn't know about that says that he's adopted. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
Just the first one. Oh, man. So the cousin should technically be in charge. Yeah. So she steals those. <laughs> oh, and it's like... <laughs> right. She, it's, okay. like, it's like if she publishes a story, she'll destroy the prince's life, but it'll be the best scoop ever sort of thing. Yeah. Except yeah, she pub- doesn't want to do it. Publish the story. Do it. <laughs> do it. For journalistic integrity. So do she, it. The people have a right to know. So she takes those back. She leaves them in her room unattended. <laughs> oh, my God. Log off. <laughs> <laughs> File your papers. She does lock the door, though. Oh, oh, oh great. Yeah. So, <laughs> so then they break in. <laughs> <laughs> the prince's cousin. They take the adoption papers, and it's coronation day. <gasps> oh, coronation right. street. Uh, and the prince doesn't turn up because he's playing with some orphans. <laughs> <laughs> but then he eventually does turn up. <laughs> Sorry, I was busy playing with orphans. <laughs> sure you were, mate. Yeah, yeah sure you were. All right, okay. Uh, so then he shows up to his coronation, and the, the, the cousin's like, Stop! I have adoption papers. Good for you. <laughs> I am adopted. No, you're oh, really no, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I, mean, I mean, you're adopted. I mean, we're all adopted. What's going on? And so he brings them to the Prime Minister, <laughs> who's, of course, giving the coronation. Of yes, course. Of I course. think that's how... That's uh, definitely how it that's works. It's definitely not like a, like a religious leader. But it's it? weird, because it's set in, like, 2007, so it's Tony Blair. <laughs> <laughs> Tony 2017. Blair. He's a war criminal. That would be funny, though. So he kind of looks at them without even... Checking their authenticity. It's like, <laughs> yep, it's, mm, just, yeah. so, it's mm. a piece of paper with a red square <laughs> on it going, I am adopted. <laughs> Sincerely, the prince. It's like, yeah, seems legit. And so uh, he's like, uh, you can be co- uh, king now, whatever, cousin. It's that easy, guys. <laughs> that easy. Forge adoption but, papers. But not today. You have to do it tomorrow on oh. Christmas Day. Oh, oh wow. wow. Okay. Okay. So he does it. And then it turns out this they all find out about the tutor, so she has to go home. But even, even if he's legally adopted, then doesn't that mean he is in line for the throne because he's no. legally adopted? Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, no. And then uh, this the tutor remembers a poem. So she goes back <laughs> to Aldovia. Wait, is this a tutor or the journalist? Th- they're the same person. Yeah, so where, catch where, up. Where catch was up. this American tutor then? Uh, in, she, in Aldovia. She, uh, she was coming in a few weeks. Oh, okay. Okay. So they would have found out anyway. Okay. So she goes back, and it turns out that there's a letter inside a Christmas ornament that the king made <laughs> that says, um, yes, the the prince is adopted, but I like him, and he's my son. Couldn't That's he just, really... Couldn't, couldn't he just say it said he's adopted, and then also here's the ornament with my letter in it, and then just fix the, just fix the whole thing? Yeah, but it doesn't say he's not adopted. He's still adopted. Yeah, I know, but he's already... But he, the king accepted him as his son. Yeah. Well, well yeah, he And then he him, becomes yeah. king anyway, that's which doesn't I'm make sense. What? <laughs> uh, and is that like the film he becomes king? Yeah. Oh, my God. So he's a Christmas king. All of that. On Christmas Day. So he's the Christmas prince. Oh, no, he's more of a Christmas king now. Okay, oh, fine. Christmas fine. King. Okay, yeah, so he's not a Christmas prince anymore. Wait, I haven't finished <laughs> I do uh, apologise. And so she goes back home to her dad, who sounds like Rob Schneider. <laughs> is, it, is it Rob Schneider? No, it's I not hope it is <laughs> That would be great. <laughs> and then the king's there waiting outside, and he proposes to her. I thought the king was dead. Not the king. No, this is the new king. king. This sorry, is the Christmas sorry. king. Yeah, sorry. sorry. The Christmas king. Yeah, sorry. Why sorry. Is it called the Christmas prince? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so that's the What's end. in our film? Christmas and princes. Uh, uh, one thing I did find strange is one uh, thing you found. <laughs> strange. <laughs> one thing I found strange is the queen in this film. It's played is by the actual queen. It is played by the actual. No, it's no. played by um. The Borg Queen. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, as in, like, the, as an actual Borg Queen being the Queen, or it's the same actress? Uh, I wish it was the Borg Queen. <laughs> Great. Well, final thoughts. 
Mikey. Um, best move I've ever seen, Tatum. Uh, Toby. Final thoughts. Uh, happy holidays, you film boys. Yeah. Or happy, happy Hanukkah. Christ- happy, I was about to say happy, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. When's Kwanzaa? At the same time. About now. Uh, about happy January, Christmas. Yeah. Happy, happy Yule. Happy non-commercial holiday. Hap- I don't know, happy whatever. Yule Festivus. Uh, happy, happy, happy winter happy solstice. New Year. Happy, happy satellite, satellitius. Goodbye.